We know it was his blood. We know it was his blood. We know it was his blood saved us. Oh, one day when we were lost, Jesus died on the cross. And we know it was his blood saved us. It was our Savior's blood. It was our Savior's blood. It was our Savior's blood saved us. Oh, one day when we were lost, Jesus died on the cross. And we know it was his blood saved us. We know it was his blood. We know it was his blood. We know it was his blood saved us. Oh, one day when we were lost, Jesus died on the cross. And we know it was his blood saved us. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Holy Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, God, we come to thee with bowed heads, Lord God, honoring thee, giving thee reverence, God, that, that we owe you, God. Hallelujah. We say thank you for allowing us to experience another day that you, God, allowed us to, to experience. God, and you brought us to this hour and this moment, and we thank you, we praise you, we honor you, and we ask you, God, to forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought, that you will take pleasure in continuing to lead, guide, and direct us, and particularly tonight, that you will speak directly, God, from your throne, God, into our hearing, God, give us an ear to hear and a heart to receive, that we can develop a faith to go demonstrate it, God, the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, in the darkness of those around us that don't know you yet in the parting of their sin. We thank you, God, and we ask you, Lord God, to look on all the sick and the shut in anywhere and everywhere, whether they're in some institution, God, or they're just at home. But we're praying, God, with them as they pray, God, and I know that they're crying out, Lord, please heal me, get me out of this sick bed, Lord God. We agree with them, and by faith in Jesus' name, God, we, hallelujah, we seek to hear testimonies of how people got delivered on May the 25th, 2023. God, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you for it, God. And for those that have lost their way because of leaning to their own understanding, God, allowing their flesh to control them, God, and they made decisions that they should not have made. But when they repented and cried out to you, God, for refreshing and reinstatement, God, God, you got them back on the right path in life and you're going to get them back on the right path in life. And for that, we thank you. Hallelujah. God, in the name of Jesus, because only you can do this. So we cry out to you, God. We ask you to further, Lord God, to look on those, God, look into every home, turn every home into God's presence home through prayer and reading of your word together, God. Hallelujah. God, that some, God, the, in some homes, the parents aren't saved. In some homes, the children are not saved, but God, wherever, God, even they're not saved, but just because they have heard the word, they've heard our testimony, God, hallelujah, and over time, they've heard about Jesus Christ as Lord, and they begin to cry out to you. They begin to seek you in prayer, and they begin to read your word together as a family unit. We pray, God, tonight that you would turn and drive out every evil spirit, God, that's in those homes, Lord God, 
all of the, the rebellion and the disobedience and the fussing and the cussing and the depression. God, the anxiety, all of those things, God, just drive them out of those homes. God, that people will get a mind that want to get to the church house to praise you and to give you honor, to give you glory. We thank you, we praise you, God, and we're asking you again for those that are in financial straits. God, to open a door of prosperity for them in the midst of what's going on in the land, God, because we know that the things that are going on, as we study your word, God, and you've been so kind to help us to have some insight. We know, God, that this is your fury, your wrath, your indignation that's loose in the land because you are desirous, God, that people turn away from ignorance and the lack of the gospel, God, and not being refined. God, baptized with the Holy Ghost, God, to see your love and to embrace your word, God, and your love, God, will touch their hearts and they would, God, just begin to love you back. And when you see it in their hearts, God, you're going to save them from this underworld generation. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God, in the holy name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord. God, for strengthening the hearts of those that have lost loved ones, God, help them to move forward, Looking unto thee, God, where you will strengthen them, you will console them. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we give you thanks, we give you praise, and we believe that you're going to do what we ask you to do, because we do ask it tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. Bless written epistle church, Lord. Every member, and every member of every family, of every member that's a part of this church, this group, and anywhere and everywhere, God, turn their hearts. Turn their hearts to you in sincerity and in truth, God. Hallelujah. That even the words of the prophet Joel can come to pass, God, in our lives, Lord God. Hallelujah. When we turn with our whole heart, God, hallelujah, you will restore the years that were lost because you sent your great army amongst us where we couldn't prosper. We couldn't do the things that we wanted to do, and we desired to do them with disrespect in you, Lord. But when that reference and that respect come, God, you let us know that you will restore and refresh. So do it, God, for all of us and everyone everywhere that's crying out in sincerity and in truth. Do it, God, I pray in Jesus' name, and I do believe it so. Amen, and thank you, God. Clap your hands, everybody, and give the Lord just a praise. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for allowing us to wake this morning with the sins and the sounds of our mind. Thank you for the activity of our limbs. Thank you for allowing us to get to this place even tonight. Thank you for right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you, God. Hallelujah. We believe God. We believe God. We'll ask what we will and it shall be done. We'll trust and obey. We'll let him have his way. We believe, we believe God. Oh, we believe God. We believe God. We'll ask what we will and it shall be done. We'll trust and obey. We'll let him have his way. Because we believe, we believe God. Oh, we believe God. We believe God. We'll ask what we will and it shall be done. 
We'll trust and obey. We'll let him have his way because we believe, we believe God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Everybody just right where you're sitting, just shout, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. We owe him that praise. We owe him that praise. Hallelujah. As good as he's been to us, he's provided us. Amen. Praise God with life, health, and strength. Praise the Lord. And with things as well as they are, they could be far worse, but God has been very kind to us. And we want to just show him gratitude by loving him back. And we love him back by demonstrating his word, letting people see that we're not just talking about we're born again, but we show them we're born again. Amen. Because the devil knows how to imitate the Lord. Hallelujah. But they can't, they can't live holy except God regenerate them. And we praise the Lord for that tonight. Amen. And um, as we look around us and we see what's going on in the land today, amen, we know we've been saying it for a long time and all of us know it is a praying time. It is really a time to seek the Lord in sincerity and in truth. Amen. And what I'm getting at is that, praise God, it's not enough for us to just when we get together, amen, and we get in front of each other and we pray and we, you know, just do what we do, praise God. But it's a time when we are alone and we by ourselves, we give God praise and honor and we worship him and we, praise the Lord, demonstrate his personalities that people that see us and that people that are maybe confused and don't know what truth is. Amen. When they see us demonstrating truth, it's going to be easier for them. Amen. Praise God to to hear it and to receive it. Praise the Lord because um, I was just, just sharing today with someone that uh, we, we're right now in a time that, like I've shared with you all, I've been using some scriptures and I've been repeating some scriptures. And I know some of you, I know how we all think, and I know some of you say, well, he just did that not too long ago. But I was sharing with them that when we look at the Word of God and we realize that, particularly in the New Testament dispensation, in the new church age here where we are, that um, in the Old Testament, God spoke to the prophets, and the prophets, amen, spoke to the people what God wanted them to know and warning them, and he spoke to them about the issues in their lives and gave them the wisdom as to how to set it in order. And so it is even in the New Testament with the apostles and those that are writing and did write the, the letters in the New Testament, the same thing was going on. God was addressing issues in the lives of his people. And even tonight, May 25th, 2023, God is allowing us to use his word to address issues in our life. The point behind saying all of that is very simply that we need to just, if we can remember what God has taught us, what his word has taught us, just remember to get back, amen, as Peter on occasion, Paul on occasion, amen, how he said to them, I'm, I want to stir your pure mind and stir you back to remembrance. Amen. And, and all of that has to do, and we're going to get here, amen, and move on. 
that if we can remember, because a lot of preachers are you know, just telling people God's getting ready to do a new thing and um, the only new thing that I can see that God's going to do is that maybe if you've slipped off center, he'll, he'll, he'll get you back on course. Amen. Praise the Lord. But God has provided the church with his word that has not changed over centuries. God said he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And I'm saying this because I harp on it a lot because I know that there's a part of the falling away from the gospel of God. Amen. And from God is because the devil is getting into people's ears and seeing things and all of these new philosophies, these new doctrines, and they're saying the Lord told them this and the Lord told them that and all of this thing. But people of God, let's just remember, and I, want to, I just want to get to stir you back to remembrance. Remember what the Lord God said, what's written in the scriptures. If we're going to believe God, we're going to believe what's written in the scriptures and what these people, amen, praise the Lord, everybody, God that's God does telling everybody everything all day long, every day. Let's be careful what we hear from them because God is not going to speak to us and they're the validation of what's been spoken. We can find it in the word of God. Amen. So this is to help us to see God said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I am the Lord God and I change not. And, um, and in saying that, I know that some of you uh, and some people, let me better say, some people will think that, well, we didn't have airplanes and we didn't have all of this social media and we didn't have all of this technology and automation, you know, that they didn't have that way back in the day. And we have it now. But the thing that is the point that I want to make here is that is um, that the principle of what God wants us to do hasn't changed. Um. I, I remember the person I was sharing with today, um, like we, we went back and you know how people would say, you know, we would greet one another. And once upon a time, it was, hey, hey, y'all, how y'all doing today? And then it got to be, you know, uh, what's going on? Uh, then it got to be what's happening. And then it got to be what's up. And I don't know whatever else is out there and all that stuff. In all of these changes and all of this stuff, the principle, I mean, the basis of this, the root of it all is, is salutation. It's just greeting. Amen. So with that being said like that, a lot of the other things that the devil and people are trying to do to get us to do things, if we can't validate it with the word of God, then we need to let it go. Amen. Let those people go because the Lord said that we uh, associate ourselves with people that's going contrary to his will and their evil deeds, then we're going to be treated accordingly. Just like with the law, you know, that they call them accomplices. You know, you may not know anything about it, but, you know, you were there, you supported it. So they make you an accomplice. So we don't want to be like that. But we're going to pray and we're going to seek the Lord. Amen. But tonight, um, I'm going to just use a one-word um, topic to, to speak from tonight. Amen. And that word is patience. Patience. Amen. And all of us need more patience. We need to learn how to wait for God to do what he wants to do. Amen. And so many people are, they misunderstand the gospel so much so 
that they feel like just because they have the baptism of the Holy Ghost and they say something's going to happen right now, it's going to happen right away. Not in every case. Some things God is instantaneous. In many other cases, he is not. But what we've got to learn how to do as people of God to help the world that's dying because they don't know God, and the people that got to know God listen to people that all of this new stuff and everything, and now they're falling away from the truth. Amen. We don't want to be a part of that, but we're going to hold fast to the truth that comes from the word of God. And this is why we take our time and read verse to verse and expound on most of it um, to kind of keep the, 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 the fluidity of the thought, to keep it flowing, amen, from verse to verse, that we understand what the Lord is saying. So tonight we want to talk about patience. And we're going to talk about that from Psalm 40. Psalm 40. Okay. For those of you that have, uh, you want to get your Bibles out of whatever, it's, it's Psalm 40. And what we want to look at tonight is patience. Amen. And before we go into Psalm 40, we're going to preempt Psalm 40 with a, a couple of the scriptures to kind of help us to see the consistency in God. Amen. So we're not going to get a lot of people to come along and because they feel a certain way, and they sit down and have thoughts of their own and try to say God told them. Amen. We're going to see what the word of God is saying, that God is consistent. And if we put our faith in God, we won't be misled. And we won't be a part of the great falling away that's taking place. So patience. Um, first one is I'm going to look in. We're going to look at Psalm 25. Psalm 25. And the essence of what we're looking at tonight in 40 is patience, but the cry, David's cry in Psalm 40 is, Lord, deliver me from my enemies. Amen. Because all of us could use that one, couldn't we? Amen. Amen. And uh, a second part of his cry and his plea is, Lord, let the people be triumphant. Don't let the enemy, he's crying. And it's like, I'm, I'm not crying and asking you like I was emphasizing the other night. I'm not just asking you for me. But God, Holy Ghost, hallelujah. But I'm asking you, God, to bless your people. All of the righteous believers everywhere that's crying out to you and striving to do what you've charged us to do. Amen. This is what David's plea is. And he's saying that he demonstrated patience with God. Amen. And so Psalm 25, verse 1, it says, Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Let not my enemies triumph over me. And what is he doing here? Is he going out and going down to the gunsmith or the, amen, or going to the pawn shop and buying guns and stocking up with all kind of artillery? No, he's not. He's telling God because God, amen, praise God, promised to take care of us. Verse three says, yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress 
without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy path and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. And again, the emphasis tonight is, amen, we got to have patience to wait for God to do what he wants to do. Amen. And we're going to get to, to what in a minute, but he was making requests. You want God to do some things for you? You got to learn how to be patient. And when we're being patient, we're staying ready and available for God to use us to do what he wants us to do since we don't belong to ourselves. That's being patient and waiting for the Lord. Amen. So in Psalm 27, in verses 12, 13, and 14, deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted, hallelujah, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait I say. On the Lord. Amen. What You want deliverance. We want healing. We want to, to be more prosperous. We want to be more spiritual. We want to be able to be, retain God's knowledge. Amen. Praise the Lord. And the things that we desire. The request is what? They're being patient, but they're crying out to God for God to provide them with whatever it takes to be delivered from their enemies. Amen? And again, I say, amen, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but the weapons of our warfare are demonstrated by the psalmist here in what they're saying, I cried unto the Lord. Wait for the Lord. Be patient for the Lord. Amen. But I need it by Friday. And sometimes you don't get it Friday. Praise the Lord. But by the time Monday come around or something, when you need it, it'll happen for you Monday morning. Amen. If you keep the right spirit, the right attitude about things, be patient and wait for the Lord to do what he wants to do. And I'm placing a little bit of emphasis on being patient because all of us, we none of us were born saved. We were conceived in sin and shaping and iniquity. Amen. There are very few people in the New Testament dispensation, and it's 2,000 years old. Amen. And there are very few people that were born to parents that both the mother and the father had the Holy Ghost when they were born. Very, very few. Amen. So we want to learn how to wait for God to do what he's going to do Amen. And just because he doesn't come when we want him, we're going to continue, amen, to be patient and wait for God to do what he's good at because we remember what God said, vengeance belonged to him. So when people doing things and they're, and they're lying on you and mistreating you and doing things, amen, praise God, that saints ought not do, people of God ought not do, amen, don't get mad with them and want to start acting like them. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I, I believe that if we can get that in our minds and in our hearts, amen, and stop letting the devil yank us and push us around 
when things don't go right and all of us need prayer. This is why the Lord said, pray ye one for another. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the enemy is seeking to do things to bring about distraction so that, hallelujah, amen, praise God, that we won't do what God wants us to do. Amen. But if we be patient, amen, as Habakkuk said, amen, though the vision tarry, wait for it, for it shall speak and not lie. And we know that whatever promise that God has made to us, if we live by his word, do what he's told us to do, be patient and wait for him, he's going to come through for us. Amen. Isaiah 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. See that? If we wait for the Lord, amen, the devil, we won't let the devil trick us to start acting like the other people. Amen. Those that are prepared... The, the perpetrators that come against us that want to try to get us into arguments, want to get us to fussing and complaining and all this kind of stuff. When we demonstrate that we have the indwelling of the Christ of God, amen, the power to resist the devil, when we let the devil in our lives, whomever it come through, when we let the devil know, amen, I know that that's not of God and I resist it and I rebuke you in Jesus' name, that spirit will have to go. Amen. And then you get more strength because the joy of the Lord, the prophet said, is our strength. And the psalmist is saying here, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles and they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. What's he telling us? If we be patient, and let God have his way and do what we are asking him to do at his discretion in our lives. Look what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. You ought to just thank the Lord for that. Right? Hallelujah. For those few words. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Because when we wait, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That's great by itself. Amen, because the strength that God refreshes us with is strength that he provides us with. And that strength is the power to resist the devil, the strength to, amen, praise God, to forgive people and, and move on and be the example that God wants us to be. And he's not going to just, um, how he's renewing our strength, but amen, but how we've been struggling and, and, and couldn't get it off the ground, we just couldn't go, no. He said, well, what? You shall mount with wings as an eagle. We're going to take off. And be going, people are, how did that happen for them? How did they do that? And all this stuff is because God did it. They shall run and not be weary. Amen. When you start doing what to do, and like lots of times we do stuff and we get tired and we sit down. Sometimes we, we're doing things that we know we need to get it done, like all of us do. Well, no, I won't say all of us, but I, I think that you really need to do, praise the Lord, amen, just sit down. Amen. And you just get tired or bored or whatever it is, and you don't get it done. But he's saying here, when we wait on the Lord, when the Lord refresh us, we're going to, amen, run and don't get tired. We're not going to be weary. We're not going to faint. We're not going to give up like we've been giving up. I can't take this no more, and I'm just quitting. I'm leaving. I'm just, 
No, we're going to keep on going. We're not going to get weary. Amen. Praise the Lord. They shall walk. Amen. Praise God. And they're not going to fall out. Just, just give up and quit. But we're going to stay steadfast because how? God is rewarding us when we do what he's charged us to do the way he's charged us to do it. Amen. So now, saints, what we've got to learn to understand is something It's very simple, and that is this. We live like hellions for a long time. When I say that, you know that the things we did, we got out, we were very promiscuous. We did things because, what, I'm grown and I do what I please. A lot of us did all of those things, and we did it for years. But when God demonstrated at his discretion, he allowed somebody into our life that took spoke the word to us and he allowed us to hear it, gave us a heart to receive it, and now we are demonstrators of it. Amen? So when we, this is what we're waiting for. This is what we want to help people to understand, to do, that we're not going to quit. We're not giving up. Amen? Because we know that Job said what? I'm going to wait for my appointed time. Because what's he telling them? I don't know when the day is. I don't know what, when he's going to do it, but all I know is he's going to do it. Because I know my Redeemer lives. And if we love God like we try to help people, cause people to know that we love God, then we're going to practice these things to be patient, knowing that God is not a man that he should lie. Amen. But he's a keeper of his promises. Now we come down to Psalm 40. Psalm 40, beginning in verse 1. Amen. And this again, this is a plea to God from the psalmist for deliverance from his enemies. And he's crying out to God that the people of God be triumphant as well. Amen. So what do we see? He's not being selfish. He's not everything. Lord, do this for me. And Lord, do that for me. And Lord, when I do this, and I'm doing everything is about us and all. Amen. But the people of God, God told Abraham, I bless you to be a blessing. And so when God blesses us, we want to be a blessing. Amen. I waited. When we wait, we stay in a position, in a frame of mind to do what we are waiting to do, what we're, what's coming. Because when you're waiting, amen, for something, something's going to happen. So you want to keep staying in a readiness a spiritual readiness, amen, uh, to do what God charged us to do. So he says, so I stayed, I kept myself ready and available, amen, so that uh, the for the Lord. And I waited, amen, I was kind of, I could have gotten anxious, amen, but I didn't get anxious, amen. I kept myself ready and available, and I wasn't so anxious and overeager to do what I want to do. Amen. Just like the Lord to do to help us all, Lord God, help me, refresh me. Amen. But a lot of people is out now saying that God told them to go into preaching, to teach and do all of these kinds of things. Amen. But they didn't wait long enough for God to release them to go. And they jumped up and they're going out and just like how many as an Alexander did according to the scripture, they're going to make it, they're making a shipwreck of the gospel by saying things and people that don't have the baptism of the spirit Amen. And don't have them in the ability to discern the spirit of what's going on. 
they fall prey, P-R-E-Y. They fall prey to that kind of teaching and all these things. And the devil sitting back with kicking up his heels and laughing at the, the, to the Lord saying, look, see that? All I got to do is just kind of act like I'm, I'm trying to act like you and they'll think it's you. And they go on and on and on. But I waited patiently. Thank you, God. And I waited for the Lord. I wasn't waiting for, amen, for my boss man. I wasn't waiting for my supervisor. Praise the Lord. I waited for the Lord. And look what happened. This is why we got to learn how to be patient. Stay ready and available. And he inclined unto me and heard my cry. And you know when I like he inclined unto me. It's like, you know, it's it's like he leaned in my favor. Amen. He inclined unto me. Amen. Because we waited on the Lord. He said he inclined unto me and he heard what I was crying out to him for. Amen. So what we're seeing is that in the Psalm of the Word, the scriptures that I used prior to this, is to help us to see. When we want the enemy out of our life, when you want the devil to leave you alone, we're finding out and what? We're trying to do it. Go back to remembrance. Talk to God about it. You want somebody to leave you alone or you want that spirit to go? Pray against that spirit. Praise the Lord. And God will turn things. Amen. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Amen. What was my cry? My cry was, Lord, deliver me from my enemies. And let your people be triumphant in the process. And look what he did. Simply by waiting and being patient. He brought me up. Also out of an horrible pit. Hallelujah. You know, if we believe the word of God, that right there ought to cause, make it just have a little, it ought to just feel warm and fuzzy a little bit. That's what the word is supposed to do. Amen. Like the, 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 uh, the um, in the book of Peter, I think it is, he said, when when he spake the word of God, the people received the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. They just, when he spake. Amen. So what we got to do is to just be patient and wait for the Lord. Amen. He heard my cry. Because I was, he was praying what? Lord, deliver me from my enemies. Amen. And if you do deliver me from my enemies, amen, being the king, if I'm delivered, the people are delivered. And look what God did for him. And he brought me up because what? He was in an horrible pit. In a mess. His life was messed up. Amen. Praise the Lord. And some of us have been there. Every time you try to get your life straight, every time you work on getting something done to make it go and you're seeking to prosper, it all just falls and fails, and sometimes we just give up and quit. But the word of the Lord tonight is helping us to say, wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. 
amen, at his discretion. This is what you get in your mind. I'm going to trust God. I'm putting my faith and my trust in the Lord based on his word. Amen. Praise God. And what then the psalmist said, he waited. The Lord heard him. Amen. And since God said he's the same yesterday, today, forevermore, he heard him, then he'll hear us. But you got to be patient with him. Amen. And then and, and being patient, we've got to make sure that we're living according to the instruction of the scriptures. Amen. We can't be waiting for the Lord to come and grant us deliverance. We're running out here, homongering and doing all kinds of stuff and lying and cheating and, you know, just doing and going everywhere people are going and doing all the stuff that the world is doing. We can't expect God to just grant us deliverance doing that. Amen. But when we, when he said, because in a mess, he brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay. And for a bunch of city folks, you might not know what miry clay is, but some of us people that grew up on the farm, amen, we know what it is. And, you know, got these little mud puddles and you got little holes and ponds and stuff. And, amen, and, and there's clay on the walls and on the, the, the floor of these little ponds and stuff. And sometimes when you get in there, you start trying to get out. You keep slipping. Amen. I don't know if somebody's been there or not. Amen. And some of you might have just been in the park somewhere and you saw a little thing and walking through a mud puddle and all you just slipped and started sliding. And you try to get out and you just slip back down and you slip back down. Amen. And what we want to learn here is he couldn't get out on his own. Like there are things that we we've been trying. And we're just kind of stuck there. But I'm hoping tonight, amen, that this word will bring us back to remembrance that God, hallelujah, is waiting for us to trust him to do the things. We want God to work a miracle, but we won't live a life for he'll work a miracle. Amen. But here he is. He got me up, got me out of a place that I couldn't get out by myself. Hallelujah. And then when he got me out, hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah, God. Mm. When he got me out, he set my feet upon a rock. And mud ain't going to stay on a rock. It'll dry out first and fall off. And he established my going. He got me back on the right path in life. I messed around doing what I wanted to do because I was, I'm grown and don't nobody tell me what to do. I go wherever I please. I don't care what the preacher say. I don't care what mama said. You know, that when I'm out and they don't see me, I'm going to go do what I want to do. But I'm promising you tonight by the word of the Lord, amen, don't find yourself ending up in a horrible pit. Because you, get, get, you can get yourself in a mess that is hard to get out of. And some of us know what I'm talking about. We've gotten in financial situations. We've got in debt. Amen. That we don't know. We, no matter everything we try, we just like we can't get out of it. We try to borrow money and out of lending institutions won't loan us the money to get out. And we don't know what we, how to get out. And so we just start doing. 
And after a while, God comes along when he sees that you're being straight with him, when he sees that you're being sincere and your cry is in sincerity, he'll come along and get you up and he'll find a way. He'll call somebody to show you favor and get you out of that situation. Praise the Lord. Amen. And when and he'll get you on a solid rock. He'll get you out there where now I know what I'm not going to do. And what I'm not going to do is what caused me to be where I was. What I'm not going to do is to be around the people that helped me get in the mess I was in. And then they abandoned me. Prodigal son. Amen. The people abandoned him. And then, well, But he got, but I'm going to go back home. Thank God for having a good father back home. Amen. And that was just symbol, symbolizing our father in heaven. Amen. When we come back to him, he's going to accept us back. Amen. And then, and he put a new song in my mouth. Even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Because we're going to, all of the, you know, there's crying and just singing this old sad songs about pity and all this kind of stuff. Amen. But I I can't think of some songs like some of you all probably can think of a song. Amen. But he put a new song in my mouth is maybe a song that has something to do with like, I've been through the storm and the rain, but I made it. Amen. Uh, I've been through, amen, praise God, the hardships and trials. Amen. And I learned that I had to ride out the storm because that's what Amen. I had to do for in order for the Lord to help me. So he put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. And he said, and, when, and see, this is why, saints, listen, this is why it's so important that the word teaches us, don't be hearers of the word only, but doers. People will be, they will more believe what they see you do than what they hear you say. Because we know people can get words and put words together and put together a story and put together some kind of scenario and make it sound so good. But when we look at them, we don't see them doing it. We don't see them walking it. And so the psalmist is saying here, amen, that God got me out of the mess that I was in, got me out of the clay, got me out of the hardship and the trials, or the difficulty, whatever it was I was in. Nobody would show me favor, but I kept on crying out to God. God got me up and out, amen, and put a new song in my mouth, and I got my life straightened out. Now I'm walking straight, and I'm walking according to the rule of God, and he's saying here what? And I'm going to keep praising God and giving God the glory. Praise the Lord. And he said what? Many shall see it. Many shall see it. Amen? Not just hear what you said. The Lord told me, the Spirit told me this morning to tell you this and all that and did all this kind of stuff. But when we look at you, do we see you doing what you say? This is what, and many shall see it and they're going to develop a reverence and a respect for God. And the word says here, and fear. They're going to develop a respect for God because they see our tetarabo shanda. 
Holy God, hallelujah. They're going to see our testimony. And when we share with them our testimony, then hopefully and preferably, they will turn to God and they will begin to cry unto God. And Lord, get me out of my horrible pit. Lord, put a new song in my mouth. And on and on and on. And then what we're going to tell them, you got to be patient with him because you were stubborn, you were hard-headed, you were rebellious, you didn't do what you should have done, you followed after the wrong people, and now you're just here. God is not going to just do everything right in the moment. You were cutting up and cutting the fool yesterday and tomorrow you expect God to have you out, praise the Lord and Son, and everything. He doesn't quite work like that. But what he wants us to know, and this is why the word is given us, fire edification and exhortation, the scripture is given to us in the fashion that it is to help us to understand very clearly how God operates. And the psalmist is saying here, the prophet said it, and God, we've seen it demonstrated in our time, how that when we ask God for things, we don't always get it when we want it, but because we hold on and we go through, amen, praise God, then God in his time, in his timing and at his discretion, amen, he's going to bless us and then those that see us. They will, they listen, and they will begin to, and fear, that's reverence and respect, and shall trust in the Lord. Amen? Because again, and they shall see it but they're seeing what God is doing through the believer because when the believer's life wasn't right straight, amen, or things went wrong or God allowed it to happen to get somebody's attention, they waited patiently for restoration from the Lord. And at the Lord's discretion, he said, I, I cried unto the Lord and he heard my cry. And this is why we say many times to people, amen, I want you to pray for me that the Lord will do this for me. And I want you to pray for me. Amen. And what you need to be asking is, I want you to pray with me that the Lord will do this or thus or that. Amen. Because the thing is, we, if you, if you the person that's requesting prayer, if they don't repent and ask God to forgive them and straighten out their life and what it is they're doing, Amen. The righteous man's or the righteous person's prayer may not be may may not move God. It might not move God because God is saying to us, they won't do what they're supposed to do. Amen. Based on the wisdom of the word here, right? The wisdom of the word here is the psalmist said, I cried. The wisdom of the word says, and he heard my cry. So I'm appealing to all of you that hear me, that know this song. That around the world, wherever you are, amen, you have got to get to the place that you begin to pray for you. And when you pray for you, you pray, hallelujah, for others. Amen. Don't just pray that you get a million dollars and you get this and that. Pray that the entire people of God be triumphant, that the enemy have to loose God's people everywhere. Amen. Because I'm, I'm telling you, just a... Uh, uh, a, a scenario, if you will, um, that there might be somebody that didn't never had much in the church and then they still in trouble and 
then you you in your pit and in your troubles and all. But when you begin to cry and you cry out to God and God hear your cry and then the story here of this psalm has become a reality in your life as well. That person will see what happened with you. Amen. Then what we want to do is based on the word here is because they see it and they'll begin to fear the Lord. And when they start crying out to the Lord and they begin to ask God for favors and things like that, you may not get yours yet, but be patient, I say. And so said the prophet, wait, I say, on the Lord. So if God chooses, amen, somebody that you've been praying with, or you somebody you've been praying for, if God chooses to bless them and you're still in the same place, fret not thyself. Be patient and wait for the Lord because it could be that that person that you prayed for and they were praying and you prayed with them, God got them out. They might have some skills and abilities and some things that knowledge that you don't have. But when God refreshed them, they can get out and get busy and get a nice job and get things going. And then, then and because you prayed for them, because we're going to continue to pray with them and for them, when they get out and get blessed and, and, and get a good flow of things coming in, guess who they're not going to forget? They're not going to forget you. God won't let them forget you. When you keep on praying and you keep on seeking the Lord, and you keep on being patient. Amen. So when God bless other people, amen, praise the Lord. Like that famous scripture that we like to refer to all the time. Amen. How the, the lady lost her piece of silver. Amen. And then all the sisters stopped. Amen. To help her find her piece of money. And when she found it, the, they all rejoiced with her because she found her money. But because they rejoiced with her. We know the principles of God, amen, that they ended up being blessed as well, amen. I hope we're kind of getting what I'm saying. And basically tonight is the thing is the psalmist is saying, Lord, deliver me from my enemies. They could be in the house with you. Amen. They might be in the same assembly with you. But whatever that, 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 friction is or whatever the cause of it is. Let's go back to verse one. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. That's the wisdom that we want to move forward with. I'm going to keep telling God and keep telling God. Amen. In, in the New Testament scriptures, how the woman went to the unjust judge. Holy Ghost help us tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. And he kept going to her and he kept turning her back and she kept coming. He turned her back and she kept coming until he, he won't. And he said to her, woman, you weary me. You're like, what do you want? And she told him what she wanted. And when he, the, he made the inquiry about whether or not what she wanted was legally and rightly hers. And they come to find out it was. And the Lord gave her back her property. Praise the Lord. He gave it because she kept crying unto the Lord, to the judge, the unjust judge. And that scripture goes on to tell us, and shall not God avenge his only leg that cry 
day and night unto him. Amen. Not getting mad and getting angry with somebody else and blaming somebody else for where you are. Cried unto the Lord, he inclined unto me and heard my cry and got me out of the horrible pit, out of the miracle and reestablished my going. Amen. And when the, that unjust judge gave that woman her property back, some of you know the story, some of you may not, but it was for seven years there was a famine in the land. A famine. To the best of our knowledge, crops are not growing in a famine, is it? No crops are growing in a famine because there's a drought. But the judge ordered that that woman be given her land and her property back and pay her, I mean, um, proact I mean uh, retroactive for seven years of whatever her land would have made in one year. And look at God. Amen. Can we, I mean, when we learn how to trust God and then, and learn how to do what he tells us to do and stop listening to every, somebody running around saying God said, how God is going to bless us. She kept going to the unjust judge because he was the person that she needed to go to to get the solution or the answer that she needed. And so when she got what she wanted, amen, praise the Lord. Amen. If she got $100,000 a year, amen, for her land, and she was paid retroactive, amen, they had to give her $700,000 at one point right there. I'm talking scripture. Luke 18. I'm talking scripture. And all I'm saying is tonight, is the enemy is working on our patience. He's causing us because, like this, what we did um, Tuesday night, looking at the foolish and the ungodly and the wicked and what they're doing. But the scripture helped us to see, we don't want to look at them no more. Go on, go and do whatever it is you're doing. Talk about me, call me crazy, stupid, old fogey, whatever, do, go ahead, have your way. But I'm going to wait on the Lord. Verse 4 says, Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust. Amen. Well, I'm going to get my son to do this. I'm going to get my daughter to do that. And I'm going to get, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it if they're willing to do it. I think, I think they ought to. Amen. But the thing is, he said, but the scripture says, blessed is that man happy? Is that man that maketh his the Lord his trust? Happy is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. Amen. I'm going to learn how to be patient and wait for the Lord. And I'm going to trust that the Lord is going to bring me out. And he respected not the proud. Just like in Psalm 73. What are they saying here? The people that's out here heady and high-minded and they got all this kind of this stuff and they always want to talk about what they got and try to make you feel bad and look bad and all this stuff. Amen. He said, not such as turn aside the lies. We're not paying attention to them. We're letting them go because what? I'm putting my trust in the Lord. And when I put my trust in the Lord, 
amen, or we put our trust in the Lord, we've got to understand that we've got to be patient for God to do what he wants to do in our lives when he wants to do it. Because the Bible teaches us only God knows the heart of a man. I think sometimes some of us don't really know in totality what's in our hearts. Amen. Because something to kind of just let you know, amen, praise God, what, what's in your heart is that sometimes if people say things to you or they'll treat you in a certain way, in particular if they speak real sharp to you and you turn around and you got something real sharp to say right back, then you know what you know where what's in your heart. It's not humility, but it's get even. You don't talk to me like that. And I ain't never let nobody talk to and run the mouth to me like that. And all this stuff. Amen. When you hear that, we're not judging anybody, but we're assessing facts. That is not a person that's putting their trust in the Lord. However people treat you, God said vengeance belongs to him. And when we cry unto him, tell God our story. That's what the psalmist was doing. Lord, deliver me from mine enemies. Let me just read. Verse five says, Many, O Lord, my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done and thy thoughts which are, as, are to usward that cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Verse six, Sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire. Mine ears hast thou opened. Burnt offering and sin offering hast thou not desired. All he's saying is what? He didn't ask for all of that. What he asked us to do is trust him. What he's asked us to do is to be patient and wait for him. Amen? Now we know that we're to give offerings. We know that we're to give the tenth. Amen? But all of this stuff here, he was saying that these people had done all the everything that they did was not according to God, according to his will. And then with all of that sin, they bringing all of these offerings and all this kind of stuff. And the Lord said, you know, that's not what I want. I want you to come to me and open up your heart to me and confess to me that you messed up. And when you do that, then I'm going to help you. Hallelujah. But if you try to treat me, amen, I can't talk about it in the first person talking about God. Amen, praise the Lord. But God would say to us, amen, if this is how you're going to treat me, then look at how I'm letting you, how I'm letting your life be. And you know I'm a miracle worker. You know I'm very present. I'm as close to you as my faith in your faith in me is, is what the Lord would be saying. But look at your situation. Look at what's going on. Again, wait I say on the Lord. Verse 7 says, Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not refrained my lips, O Lord, thou knowest. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. I have declared thy faithfulness and thy salvation. I have not concealed thy loving kindness and thy truth from the great congregation. Withhold not thou thy tender mercies from me, O Lord. 
Let thy love and kindness and thy truth continually preserve me. You see what he's saying? And see how we're doing? So we cannot allow ourselves to be like the enemy, getting mad and getting angry. And let me tell you something. Come out, step outside, and let's, 